We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Alexander. McCollum staying with him. Spins, gets inside. Left-handed off the glass. Oh, what a sweet move. Giddy, tough spot. Back door. What a pass. What a play. And Jada picks the pocket of Trey Young. He'll take it himself. This is the dart you're listening to. You're uncontested. What is up, Thunder fans, and welcome to the uncontested post-game podcast edition. First one of the season as the Thunder beat the San Antonio Spurs 122-121. to Chet versus Wimby. It lived up to the hype. Super exciting. I'm your host for today, Taylor Peterson. You can find me at Twitter at Taylor underscore P15. You can find us at the underscore uncontested on all uh, social media platforms. We're on YouTube. We're on TikTok, we're on uh, x.com, I guess, no longer Twitter. You can find us all your social media uh, platforms. We are proud part of Blue Wire Podcast Network. And I am joined by none other than the man who was there in person, Jacob Niffin. Reporting for duty. Really, really exciting game to uh, kick off the preseason and to kick off, kick off the season in general. If you all would be so kind and leave us a five-star rating, we'd be extremely appreciative of that. Like I said, super fun preseason game to, to kick off the regular season and the preseason as a whole. Uh, Jacob, let's just go ahead and get into it. I have my five big takeaways. We'll go ahead and list them off. Then we'll kind of dive into them. Uh, Chet lives, lives up to the hype. That's the big one. <coughs> Excuse me. J-Dub is special. And how do you get him involved when Che is back in the mix? Because I thought he did such a great job there, especially at the end of the first half. We'll get into that as well, uh, kind of as the main facilitator. And I've said this for two-plus years now on this very podcast. Regardless of who was out there tonight, this team starts with defense, and it's at his that's when it is in transition, when the team is pushing the ball in transition. Third takeaway, or sorry, my uh, fourth takeaway is Berton may just make it through the trade deadline. I think he fits so well with this team. I cannot wait to see it um, when, when the team is fully healthy. And then my last one is Usman Jang is obviously a focal point for the organization, and he proved 
why he is he in tonight's game. Uh, get he proved that in tonight's game, given his the the, the different roles that he played. I thought he he played very well, and uh, it was really exciting to kind of see this this team put him in different situations and how he res- responded to those respectfully. So just kind of some really quick pregame notes. Uh, no Shea due to rest because he played, obviously, in FIBA and looked fantastic. He was out there in uh, pregame doing pregame warm-ups. He's perfectly fine, which is great to see. Uh, no Sohan, Kilden Johnson for the Spurs. Also, obviously, uh, no Vasa, no Micic uh, due quick to no- a... Quick note on that. Um, I sat kind of behind the Thunder bench tonight. Vasa up moving around, um, no limp. He was wearing jeans, so I couldn't see if there was an ankle brace, but no crutches. No, like they he looked at him as, as day to day with an ankle sprain. It has to be a very, very mild ankle sprain. If you told me he's going to play 20 minutes Thursday, um, in um, Montreal against Detroit, I wouldn't be shocked at all. He looked from all intents and purposes, he looked fine. That's great to hear. And the other one was Poku obviously out with that angle injury injuries, excuse me. But when we saw uh, some of the video that we've seen from, um, from practices, it looks, looks like he's in pretty good shape. So again, yep. He moved around today on the bench as well. Um, didn't see any noticeable limp, any hardware on the leg. Um, he did go for a high five to Chet when he came to the bench, uh, did not get it, sat there and held the hand out for like, Probably a solid five or six seconds. I felt really bad for my guy. Uh, finally, oh, somebody else you. high-fived him. Uh, he still had the hand out. Chet never hit it. Um, <laughs> growing uh, discomfort in the Thunder locker room. You heard it here first on the Uncontested. And that's right. There you go. Keep an eye on it. <laughs> that is uh, only the content you can get from the Uncontested here with Jacob there in person. Obviously, we're being funny. Hey, I uh, have some other in-person um, important announcements to make. Please give them all. The guy that sells the cinnamon roasted pecans is no longer in the arena. Um, this is a national emergency. I expect the Biden administration to pass legislation <laughs> any second now for uh, rectifying this. I am very upset because those cinnamon roasted pecans are my favorite. Taylor got to experience them at Summer League uh, 12 of 10. They are life-changing experience, can't confirm. But as the basketball gods taketh away, they also giveth, Taylor. I tweeted it out tonight. One of the generic arena fast break burger, whatever it is, (laughs) doors are shut because there's a big sign that says coming soon empire slice house yes we spoke it yes existence the team listens to the podcast we would like free tickets for life please while you're listening to slices you know your boy is about to get fat at these games taylor (laughs) well jake got that notorious pig slice there (laughs) oh lord have mercy shut it down we have an empire taylor whenever we talked about the new arena we said they need to get local OKC businesses in this place. Someone, t- I forget who tweeted at me today. If you're in the chat, shout it out. They said, we're a Brahms away from heaven. <laughs> if I can get a Brahms mix and an Empire Slice House slice of pizza at a game. While watching uh, Chet Holmgren 
like block shots. Maybe maybe Chet needs to eat the the empire slice in the Brahms. I don't That's know. Right, we'll beef my guy up. But uh, so <laughs> hard hitting journalism here on the uncontested, uh, letting you know your eating options. I can't say too much, Taylor, but I will let our fans know. We yes. may have a little bit more about that coming up in the coming weeks. Uh, some really, really, really cool content for you. So stay tuned to the uncontested. Uh, some extremely great content. We're really, really excited about it. Now, one thing we can announce really quickly, Jacob, is that on October 27th, it's a Friday game. If you all saw our, uh, I, uh, I want to continue to want to say Twitter, but it's whatever. X.com is still Twitter. We announced that we will be hosting a live watch party at Bar K. Very close. I mean, essentially, it's downtown. Um, Five minutes away from the arena. Super close to the arena. Bar, food, dog park. Thundereth at Cavs. I mean, Chet versus uh, Evan Evan Mobley. Shea versus Donovan Mitchell. It's going to be a blast. We will have more details on that watch party on the Wednesday show. So stay tuned for that. Love it. Love it, love it. Again, to Jacob's point, a lot of exciting announcements uh, upcoming from the the uncontested. We salute to two of them. Let's go ahead and jump into this extremely fun and exciting game. Can I report one more thing from the arena? Oh, yes, please. I'm sure we'll get to this. Give me all the content, Jacob. But in the closing stretches of the second quarter, we had a -a Dunkapalooza, including, I don't know, I haven't seen the replay, so I don't know what you guys saw on TV. But J Dub's initial dunk to start the run was this like really crazy, like left to right cross, pulled it over the top and did like, you know how sometimes guys will do that? Like it's almost like a rip move and they bounce the ball and they go over somebody's head with it. Like that, that big move over the top. He did that, but with the sidestep and then just yammed that thing. And the bench went crazy. And Shea reenacted the dunk like five times on the bench. He was incredibly excited um it was just really cool to see the the vibes on the bench tonight sorry i digress <laughs> take over taylor no no that is a, a great context because again that just super exciting and i do have like a, a quarter by quarter breakdown we can go through this super super quick right. basically like in the first quarter i just have a lot of chat uh, and Getty, not a lot of defense. Hand, not a lot of defense at all. Uh, Getty had a one-handed pass to Chet for three from the left wing to the right side of the court where Chet was. Chet drills the three. We have a Chet and one. He takes the ball out of bounds after a dunk in transition, or and, and then which leads to a dunk in transition. Uh, gets a screen on the right wing, takes it to the rim, scores through contact, uh, drawing the fouls on Collins, not other than Jacob's favorite non-Thunder player. For long-time listeners, you guys will get that joke. <laughs> Chet gets a block. He gets an offensive foul. Or, sorry, an offensive rebound. Uh, Chet blocks Collins on one end. Giddy gets in the ball on the other. Chet goes up, misses the shot, gets the offensive rebound, and puts it over Collins yet again. After one, the Thunder uh, trail the Spurs 43-30. of 30, uh, But the Chet Wimby, I mean... It's it lives up to the hype, Jacob. 14 points, seven rebounds for Chet after one, 10 points, one rebound for Wimby after one. Uh, Dort had seven points, Giddy had four points. Thunder shoot 37% from the floor, which was terrible. And the Spurs shoot 62.5%. 
regardless, I just kind of want your thoughts quickly on that first quarter in person, seeing the Chet versus Wimby experience. I mean, that is what the first quarter was, right? Yeah, uh, very fast-paced, not a lot of defense. Um, both guys got in a rhythm pretty quickly. Really fun to see. Like, it was it was a blast. Um, ton of fouls in the first half, specifically. Just a ton of fouls. But the first quarter was really, really fun. I think the juices really got going in the second quarter, though. Agreed. Second quarter is where it gets really fun. At the Thunder start, uh, Isaiah Joe, Wiggins, Chet, Goose, Dub. Uh, Joe draws a couple fouls uh from the three-point line he he's able to <laughs> connect from the three-point or at the free throw line uh which is really exciting it's not, kind of something i'm keeping an eye on dignall wanted coaches challenge which means i mean we're back right when dignall uh challenges coach challenge rules too yeah a good point very good point it was a good challenge it was not a foul at all um wouldn't be getting superstar calls in preseason game one good for him imagine that uh, Chet and Wimby exchange threes. Chet goes out. Wimby hits another three. To your point, things kind of get crazy. Victor has this ridiculous play prior to that, where uh, and, and it's making social media rounds, where he the spin up and under yes, like around that, Chet. That's that's the result of having a seven foot eight wingspan. That's exactly what that is. One hundred percent. It was extremely impressive. Again, it's it making was, the rounds. It was stupid. It was so it's stupid. illegal. Back to back threes for OKC cuts the Spurs lead to thirteen with four forty six left in the half, and the first comes from a giddy pass to J. Will for the first official boom of the regular season, or if you want to call it the preseason. Um, the second comes from Kaysen Walls, which is great to see finding Joe for three, doing a little bit of facilitating there and that starting role without Shea. Uh, the Thunder go on an 18 to five run in the second quarter, largely led by Chet and Dub scoring and getting facilitating. Kaysen gets a steal at the top of the key and just dunks it in transition, which was amazing. Dub and Chet have a pick and roll where Dub found Chet for a lob, which got the uh, phantom cam from NBA.com. Giddy gets aggressive and drives baseline. Uh, he gets a bucket over Champagne. Dub gets a rebound. Shoulders through a Spurs defender, just absolutely bullies through the Spurs defender and finishes with just an absurd two-handed dunk. That was the first of his two two-handed dunks. Uh, the next one, I guess we have Chet gets a block. Dort takes a three. Dub gets another monster two-handed put back off that miss. Dort three. Dub ends a half with a step back three over Wimby. That was just absolutely dirty. So uh, at the end of the first half, Spurs lead 81 74 chet had 21 points nine rebounds seven of ten from the floor two of two from three giddy had 10 points five assists dub 12 points including a massive dunk and like i mentioned that step back three uh wimby had 18 points yada 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 all i wanted to say there jacob and i want your your thoughts like the end of that second quarter heading into halftime how exciting was that in the arena the, the arena was on fire for as many people as were there, I just sat in my seat and just cackled. My wife was like, "You are a maniac." <laughs> um, I I was just cackling. It was that that stretch was. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. If we get that this season, it's going to be a hell of a ride. That was so much fun. The dunks, the alley-oop. Um, the, I thought the Kaysen dunk was awesome. Um, just just all of it. It was a freaking... That four minutes was just pure ecstasy, like pure bliss. It was <laughs> It was incredible. That's what I love to hear. And again, I, I understand I'm going through this very quickly because I want to get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. But third yeah, quarter, let's let's hit fast forward on this second half. Trey Mann, Kenny Hustle, Kaysen Wallace, Burton start, uh, as well as Jane. And back-to-back threes for Burton, starts the second half. Burton hits another three. Then Kenrich picks Wimby's pockets, finds the Usum transition for the slam. Uh, I thought Trey played pretty well there. He, he takes it, draws a foul. Thunder go up by two. Again, Burton's. It's another three, four, four from three in four minutes. I cannot wait to get into Bertons here in a second. Uh, not a lot to note this quarter other than Casey Wallace and Wiggins. Uh, for the uh, they were kind of the ones getting minutes outside of the second half starters. Specifically, there was no JRE until later in the third quarter, mm-hmm. and no Jack White until like the very end of the third. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to go through my notes here quickly. Thunder held San Antonio Spurs to just 17 points. They end up leading the Spurs 104 to 98 heading into the third quarter, which is pretty exciting when you take into effect uh, the that first half and, and what that score was. And I think the biggest thing that stood out to me, Jacob, here in the third, both teams play their benches, and this Thunder team is deep. Mm-hmm. They didn't even use all of the Thunder's bench, right? We talked so much about you know one through seventeen on this roster, and yet this this Thunder bench just continued to perform and, and continue to execute and, and play the same style of basketball that we saw from the starters in, in the first half. So that was kind of the thing that stood out to me the most in the third quarter outside of Bertans, which we will get into. Fourth quarter, we saw guys like Keontae get minutes. Uh, I thought Trey looked really good in control and confident. Uh, Jack White gets his minutes and and news comes back in which i really loved we'll get into that as well nick gallo really good stat here lenny waters third with five straight points for okc in the fourth quarter the thunder outscored the spurs 39 22 uh in the second half to take a 10 point lead 113 103 thunder lead seven minutes to go and in a lineup of Oose, johnson jack white lindy jerry i really thought Oose kind of sh- I mean, Shine may be a little, um, a little optimistic, but I thought he he really kind of took on a main facilitator role, uh, also a main score role, and I was really impressed with what we saw. So, all that being said, the Thunder win one twenty two, one twenty one. We can get, go through the stats if we need to, but ultimately, Jacob, what we really want to get into is some of those points that I mentioned, uh, some of the main points, main takeaways from this game. And the first one, 
the low-hanging fruit, but it's the most exciting. Chet lived up to the hype. Let's go ahead and get into Chet Holmgren. Uh, the Thunder tweeted this out, and excuse me while I look to try and find this. Uh, Chet Holmgren's 21 points, 7 out of 10 from the floor, represent the most for a Thunder rookie in a preseason debut. And that is all in, while I scroll here through more of my notes, <laughs> all in 16 minutes. Seems pretty damn good. Pretty good. Uh most points for a Thunder rookie in their preseason debut in Thunder history. He played a half of basketball. Correct. He played one half of basketball, uh, 16 minutes. Just crazy efficient. I mean, so many thoughts. I thought defensively he was fine. It's it started off a little slow. I think the preseason is going to be good for him. But offensively, they put the center on him, uh, Zach Collins. And his first, Chet's first two offensive possessions were catch the ball at the top of the key, uh, go off the dribble, hit Zach Collins with a spin move who was just not quick enough to stay with him. And Zach's reaching his arms out and he, Chet just pulls up and gets the foul call two times. Like if NBA teams are going to put their bigs out on an island with Chet on the perimeter and let Chet go off the dribble like that, not doing these crossover dribble moves, but aggressive drives to the rim and utilizing that spin move to draw contact. I mean, he went to the line two times in like the first three minutes of the game. And I absolutely love to see that. Like you could start to see the mismatch that he is going to pose. And it may take some time. I mean, he just played his first preseason basketball game ever in the NBA. It's going to take time. Uh, but just a lot, a lot, a lot of great things from Chet. Bringing the ball up the court, swinging it. Um, in the half court, catch and shoot threes, screening, catching a lob. Um, they're going to have to find the chemistry, but the talent just shines so, so, so bright. I think that was the most exciting thing to your point, Jake. It was just like it, it just, the talent shined. And when Shea was out, uh, Chet was able to kind of be that guy but still was able to do so within the flow of the offense. In transition, he played so well off of teammates. I mean, Dub and, and Giddy finding him off of passes. Giddy finds him off that pass, uh, as I mentioned earlier, in the, in the first quarter, where Giddy has that one-handed uh, cross-court pass to Chet for three. And then you have the Dub, the Dub lob, right, to Chet. Like, that's exactly what we've been talking about for so long in this podcast. Uh, you know, the, the typical win the thunder have Chet next season yeah. that we talked so much about last season. And the season. thing is that lob threat, like what it does in that two-man game is when Shea or Josh come off that screen and Chet rolls, it just gives you so many more options. If you do get doubled, the lob is always there. If the big or the the wing or the guard or whoever's guarding Shea or Josh um, drop back to stop the lob, it just creates an easier opportunity for a guy like Shea to go one-on-one. -on -one. Like, no one's staying in front of that guy. So it's, it's just a numbers game, and having that threat uh, just gives you so much more of an advantage. There's, It's going to open up the offense so much for him. Could not agree more. And seeing him go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a player like Victor Weminyama, I mean, that it just extremely exciting. I mean, we, we could literally spend the rest of this podcast of, of just focusing on Chet and his game. Uh, but again, just 
that's exactly what we wanted to see from Chet in this this uh, first preseason game, and it's extremely exciting. We go ahead and, and, and moving on here, Jacob. I thought Jacob struggled early on in that first quarter, but then he really got it going with Shea being out, especially to see Dub kind of take on that main facilitator. I, I don't want to say main facilitator role because Giddy did a good job of setting up teammates. But almost like that 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 shade roll that right? main main scorer really the main scorer right and, and here's um, here's the thing that I noticed in arena is just the physicality like he is very very determined driving the ball and he wants that contact like he was going straight through guys it's I don't know just when you see it in person it just looks different. It's very, very aggressive. It is very, very physical um, on the offensive end, him going to the basket. There's no um, like uh, dexterous moves. There's no like finesse and trying to dodge guys. Like he is trying to punch through you. It Honestly, Taylor, it reminds me a lot of one of those like five foot 10, 225 pound running backs who aren't the quickest, shiftiest, jukiest dudes but they're going to meet you in the hole in the line and just bulldoze the linebacker and, and knock him backwards and keep going. That's what J-Dub remind me of tonight. He just lo- an incredibly physical driver. And like I mentioned, I, I especially think, I mean, the, the two plays that stand out are, are in that, I guess, I think both of them were in the first quarter where he had those back-to-back dunks. And the main one, I'm thinking, of, or sorry, the first one I'm thinking of is, is kind of what you're alluding to. I mean, he literally—I I don't even remember who the Spurs defender was—but he bullied through him, then goes absorbs more contact and still gets the two-handed dunk. And then I think it was the next uh, OKC Thunder offensive p- uh, possession. Dort shoots the three. Dub comes in, comes up with another two-handed putback dunk, and like, I mean, he just is bullying his way through defenders yeah now, something that dignall's mentioned uh and and pre or sorry i said preseason but at training camp so far when he's been asked about dub i mean that physicality really stood out to me i'm just really quick before we move on jacob it seemed to me when giddy was taken out and giddy and and dub was kind of put into that main role that's kind of when we saw him i don't know be a little more effective how does that look like when you have Dub, Josh, Shea all on, the, on the floor at the same time? I think it'll work itself out. I think this is just really, really, really early small sample size stuff. Um, last thing on Dub, if you want to quantify the physicality, 18 minutes, seven free throw attempts. Love to see that. There was a lot of fouls tonight, but he was forcing the issue, just being incredibly aggressive at the rim, which you love to see. Absolutely. Again, we've talked so much about that being like the next step for guys like Shea Gilders Alexander in the past and Josh Giddy. And, and I thought now we're Josh, that from and, and maybe we'll get to Josh. I thought Josh kind of shied away from contact, did a lot of like Agreed. half spin back to the basket turning type of shots. And I'm like, Josh, Justin Champagny is guarding you. Just like go through that MFR. Just yeah, punch so I, through him and get to the there. He'll get there. He'll get there. I don't, Sorry. I don't have Josh as a point, but I think yep. you're spot on there. That, that was something I kind of noticed as well, and maybe just something we'll talk a little mo- a, a little bit more about uh, on the Wednesday podcast and, and just heading into sure. there throughout preseason. But, Jacob, the next one I have is just something that is such a core identi- identity of this team. And, I've, and we've been saying this for, what, two-plus years now. This team is at their best 
when they're playing in transition. Regardless of who was out there tonight, this team starts with defense and as best they are uh, when they're they're pushing the ball in transition, uh, starting with the defense, getting those stills, blocks, deflections, uh, four shots, ripping the ball off the rim and pushing the ball in transition. I thought they, they did a fantastic job of that tonight. And when this team came back there in that second quarter, and then again, like I mentioned, it wasn't even like the starters per se in the third quarter, but when they were playing in transition, that's what led to like those Bertans threes, for example, um, those wide open threes. And then guys like Trey Mann being able to get to the rim. When this team is pushing the ball in transition, they are at their best. And I love seeing One that identity. And it comes off defensive regardless. stops. Yeah. It comes off blocks, off rebounds. It doesn't matter who rebounds the ball in this team. Once they grab it, they're going. It's like it's kind of ingrained in them. And you love to see that. You absolutely love to see that. I wish I had those stats. I don't think the app I have pulled up currently has a fast break stats. So actually they do. Sorry. 12 points in transition for the Thunder compared to seven for the Spurs. And I think that kind of alludes to what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, it didn't matter who was out there on the floor. This team was pushing the ball in transition. And when they put out some of their more like versatile defensive lineups, that's when we really saw that transition uh, it kind of come to fruition. So 34, um, 27 to 34 from the free throw line for the Thunder tonight. Drawing fouls as well. You love to see that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Next one I have here, Jacob. Davis Bertans may just make it through the trade deadline. <laughs> and look, like we, we've talked a lot about Bertans. Just because he's a flamethrower. Yeah, right. And he's older than some of these, these other Thunder players, right? And like, you know, Bertans is such a tradable contract, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we saw what he can do when he comes into the game. And when we saw that in that third quarter where he goes, what, like, I forgot what I said earlier, four or four and like however many minutes from the three-point line, I just keep thinking about when Shea is back on this court, mm-hmm. like how perfect Bertans will fit within the the flow and, and construct of this team. Definitely. Um, I mean, he is what he is. And that is a floor spacer and a shooter. Uh, and he did his job well tonight. Ten minutes, four of six um, from three, four. And that's what he shot from the field as well. Plus 10 in 10 minutes. Uh, had 12 points and a foul. That's what he contributes. <laughs> we will take that 10 times out of 10. Uh, kind of giving it to his, his former team against the Spurs, which is kind of fun as well. Uh, but yeah, four or six from the floor. They were all three-point attempts which is exactly what you want to see. Uh, I'm super curious to see how Bertans is used with some of these, um, some of these different lineups moving yeah. forward in the, in the preseason. Bertans was a, a huge positive for me because he just, I think enforced what we thought that he was going to bring to this team and to see him be able to do that in a preseason setting. I mean, it's even, I, I didn't really expect that. I kind of expected to see this more, maybe game one, game seven, game 12 whatever it may be in the regular season. Um, so, yeah, I thought Bertans was a, a really positive spark there in the third quarter. Definitely. Last one I have here, Jacob. Usman Jang. I understand when you look at the box score, it's not the flashiest box score, although it was very solid. Uh, Us had, if I'm looking here, nine points. You. Nine points, nine rebounds, three assists, and a block. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, 
that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one of a kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And, like, obviously, I, I just, I, I can't even remember now. This is off the top of my head. Was he the first sub off the mm-hmm. bench, or I'm making that up? First, yeah, first sub in the game. Yep, first sub. Uh, and I, I think this is a a perfect in, kind of encapsulation of of how this Thunder organization views use. He's the first sub off the bench. He's also coming in with that last group in the fourth quarter to kind of be the lead facilitator. They want him in these different roles. They're trying to kind of stretch him and, and you know kind of uh, develop him in these different roles. Like, okay. It, at the end of the first quarter, he's coming in. This that's probably the the role he's going to play within the construct of this Thunder team. But there's going to be situations in January, February, whatever it may be, where Us is taking a little more of a lead facilitator role. Yeah, which we saw they were in that fourth quarter. Reps. And I thought he looked good in all those situations. I'm not going to say he looked perfect by any means, but especially in that fourth quarter where he was kind of the main, again, the main facilitator, the main scorer. I thought he did a really good job there. Um, yeah. There's a lot to be excited about with Deuce, even though he didn't just like completely jump off the page. And well, you know, and think back to summer league. He struggled in those first couple of summer league games, and once he got the motor up and running, he looked really, really good. I'm interested to see if the preseason treats him the same. Where the first couple of games, he's got to get the motor up and running, but once he gets in a flow and a rhythm and gets a confidence, he continues to to play really well going into the regular season. I'm interested to see if there's a similarity between his summer league trajectory and his preseason trajectory. Agree completely. And and it was really exciting to see, like I said, just those different roles that he played within the same game. Uh, I just think it's fascinating. Yeah, very much so. And and just shows the confidence uh, that this, this thunder coaching staff has in him and um, how excited they are about him. So I think that was just something else that stood out to me. Definitely. Jacob, I know you need to bounce here. Uh, I, here I, got a, I got a few minutes. Can we hit a few things that weren't part of your five? That's exactly what I was going to ask you. Sweet. So perfect. Cason uh, Wallace gets the start. 25 minutes, two points, five rebounds, two assists, three steals. Maybe my favorite play of the game, Taylor. Fourth quarter? I think it was third quarter. I think it was third quarter. Spurs take a shot. Starting center, six foot eleven, like two hundred thirty pound Zach Collins, ends up in the rich folk seats on the baseline <laughs> because Casey Wallace boxed his ass out all the way out of bounds, and like Zach Collins is getting mad, looking for a foul. Dog, I mean Casey just picking guys up full court, getting incredibly physical, boxing out, hitting. He hit the offensive glass tonight. His only bucket was that breakaway dunk, and he kind of dunked it on the dude. I think it says a lot that he's the one that got the nod to start tonight. What you called when we were doing this podcast, or sorry, doing a podcast last night. Just saying. 
saying. <laughs> His teammates talked about him post game. Uh, Mark talked about him post game. Mark said, "If you didn't know, you'd think this is his hundredth NBA game." He went in. He didn't try to do too much. He didn't try to control anything. He didn't overexert himself. He just plays winning basketball. He's tough as hell, and he wants to go in and fit in within the team and do what it takes to win. Is Kaysen going to have a 30-point game this season? Like Probably not, but I think he's just going to be a really, really solid contributor just because of the things that he does. I think he was awesome tonight. I really enjoyed watching him play. Could not agree more. And and to your point, Mark Dignan's direct quote, or sorry, a very small uh, direct quote <laughs> of, of a lot of things you mentioned about Kaysen. Uh, and he said he is a winning player. And, you know, and, and to your point, I think when Mark is saying those things about a rookie, uh, he even mentioned pregame, like, yeah, he's a rookie, but like the way he's performed in training camp, I don't think any of these veterans are going to bat an eye about him starting. Like that says so much about Casey Wallace. And so that that's something we should be extremely excited about. Definitely. Um, another a cu- couple of other guys. Um, let's go with Lou Dort. 17 minutes tonight. I think he'll play more Thursday back home in Montreal. 14 points on four of six from the field. 50% from three. Two assists. One was a really slick drive. Drew the defense and a beautiful cut by Josh Giddy that Lou just dropped it off for. I thought Lou was very efficient in his offense tonight. It is an incredibly small sample size. Let's see how it progresses. But I thought Lou played really within himself and was a, a really good player tonight. I thought could, offensively he looked great. Could not agree more. Like you said, I thought he built off his momentum in Fila and kind of that role he played with Team Canada and fit within the the role. And, and like I said, I keep saying this, but within the construct of this team so well. And yeah. again, like you said, that's in a limited minute. So imagine that was Shea and the others. Uh, yeah. I really love to see that. Well, and you look at the starters. Kaysen took three shots. Lou took six. Chet took 10. Dub and Giddy took 12. I think that's a great distribution. I'm happy with that. I think that's Absolutely. a great distribution. So I thought that was um, was was really, really good. Um, Kenrich Williams. Dog. Dog. <laughs> Kenny Hustle. Man. What did uh what did Trey, Chet say post game? He said I, he said something like that. It was like yeah. Kenny Hustle, my dog. Um, Trey Man in the around the beginning of the third quarter absolutely blew a defensive rotation. The communication was poor. They didn't switch on a screen. Left the ball handler uh, all alone for a drive to the basket. Kenny Hustle out of nowhere just swats the ever loving <laughs> piss out of it. What a uh, dude. We tweeted that out from the uh, from the account, so you guys can go to the uncontested and find that on Twitter. But yeah, it just I mean, just diving on the floor to tap a ball away from Wemby, going up for a rebound and tapping the rebound uh, away from somebody else, so um, his teammate can get the the rebound and push it in transition. Um, just running the floor offensively, kicking ahead to he just does all the right things, dude. He's the absolute consummate professional. Such a fun guy to watch. Also, over here in the chat, I got to give a shout out to my boy, Brennan McGlasson. Um, I taught Brennan years ago. Uh, he's a grown-ass man, married, working the EMT job now. He hooked me up with his 100 section tickets tonight, so I didn't have to Very set up the cool. loud, sec- uh, loud city. Uh, so shout out to Brennan. I told him I would give him a shout out. Um, also told Ryland Styles that he would get a shout out on the pod tonight. So Ryland, if you're listening, 
Shout out. God bless. Double shout out. Uh, had a lot of fun getting meet and kind of talking, hanging out with Ryland on Media Day a week. We could go from today, which is crazy. It's already been a yeah, week. It's, we it's going to go by so fast, man. It's going so fast. Jacob, really quick. Talk about that scoreboard. I mean, that thing oh, looked gigantic. Dude. Hey, more. Re- you know what, Taylor? Let's not talk about the scoreboard and let's not talk <laughs> about the chairs and anything else. Because, again, I can't tell you too much. Oh, but we got a special podcast coming up. So you guys just good point. Hang good out, point. Just hang with us and know we got some content coming for you guys. Last thing before we wait. leave, Aaron Wiggins just does everything right. Never tries to do too much. Just fits in and elite finisher at the rim. He finishes extremely. It's so impressive. Agreed. And he, was that name one that he had there in the second quarter, I believe? No, I'm yeah, thinking of right now, dude. or maybe he didn't get called for it, but he finished through contact. He's so uh, good, dude. I mean, and, and I, I do not think it's a coincidence. I'm glad you brought that up, Jacob. Um, he was one of the first subs off the bench. Like, he, he's he's not getting cut. He's staying around. Yeah. If you think he's going to get your <laughs> need to lay off and the same for Isaiah Joe. We haven't talked about I, I, I mentioned him, Isaiah Joe, at the very beginning of the podcast, uh, but Isaiah Joe, hey. Heather, Early sub. Last shot to we, the, the line. Taylor, we got to go. We can stay here forever. But Jay Will had the pass of the night on this crazy, like, wraparound down the lane pass to Isaiah Joe, who tried to catch a body. And he got fouled when he did it. He went to the free throw line. But Joe got up. And it was, dude, it was yes. such a sexy pass by Jay Will. It was like left pivot foot looking, looking, and then reaches around the right and throws this like hook pass that like bounces, has the spin on it. Jay Will's going to be good too. All right, Taylor, <laughs> take us out of here, my guy. Like Jacob mentioned, just so, so much to be excited about uh, after this first preseason game. So much content to break down, and we will have you all covered. There's not a pre- another preseason game until we go live Wednesday night. We will be breaking this down uh, in, more, uh, in more detail. We'll obviously have a little more uh, insight with, when the Thunder practice tomorrow and, and getting some context from there as well. And then leading into Thursday's preseason game against the Detroit Pistons, which is technically a home game for the Thunder, but it's really a home, home game the home for the The home away from home, baby. Good old That's Canada. That's right. That's oh, right. Oh, Canada. <laughs> Jacob, I can't even remember. Uh, I don't have it pulled up. Are we having a post? I think we are having a post game after that Thursday game. Oh, yeah. Nick, Our own Nicholas Crane will be live here on YouTube.com. Boom. So we'll be live full group podcast going into detail Wednesday night. Thursday, we'll have you covered for our post game. And then Sunday, we'll have you covered for another full group podcast with a lot of uh, a lot more detail, but also a, a another Thunder uh, preseason post game as yes. well. Hey, so tons a lot of to people in the about. live stream tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you haven't already, sub to the YouTube channel, download the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from. We are on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> uh, we're on threads like anybody uses that, but we're there. Blue sky. We got the invite. <laughs> so go follow us on our social channels because we have a lot of really fun content on your way. Mark the calendars, October 27th. Come out to Bar K. Free for humans. Five bucks for dogs. Even if you don't like dogs, we're not going to be hanging out with the dogs. We're going to be, well, I don't know. You're going to be hanging out with me. I'm the dog. Jet's going to the be there. Jet's the dog. 
the dog. Uh, more details on that Wednesday. But mark the calendars. Come hang out with us. It's going to be a blast. We're going to pack out Barkay and cheer on the thunder against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like Jacob alluded to, so much to be excited about. We have another fun, uh, obviously, uh, that he's been alluding to, a really fun podcast, uh, potentially involving the new Thunder uh, Arena and the, the upgrades there. So stay tuned for that as well. Obviously, come and hang out with us uh, at Barque, like we mentioned, later in October. And as always, Thunder Up. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.